subtle compatibility with in the romantic compatibility category. Wow. I know. I saw that. You're going to have like, to reach out. He's married. I did my research. Is literally. he married? Yeah. To whom? I, I cannot remember her name. But they're very cute together, and they live in a Brooklyn loft, because I also Googled that, because I was like, hmm, that <laughs> Mr. Sarah. That really nice. <laughs> I know. I'm happy for him, I guess. I know. <laughs> but, like, low-key, that should be me, so. Absolutely. I doubt she has a soulmate compatibility with him on the pattern, so. <laughs> he has to, like, block you because he keeps sending <laughs> this screenshot. <laughs> He's like, I get missing. it. That doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> I got a chair that spins. Oh my god, I like it. It's white. So Your gamer chair. It's my gamer chair. <laughs> I was sitting on like a wooden dining room chair before. Mm, yeah. Um, because we just recently got space for an office, so we didn't mm-hmm. really need a chair, but it's pretty nice. It's going to be hard for me not to, like, spin around all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I keep my toes, like, tucked underneath the bottom of my mattress. And so if I, like, move it slightly, (laughs) it will move (laughs) the entire frame. Um, But it's fine. This is good. This is, like, you know, (laughs) low-income podcast setup. It's beautiful. That's all we need. Mm -hmm. Um... Welcome to the Lonely Cast. I'm Brittany. I'm Abigail. And, um, what are we talking about this week? (laughs) Well, it's episode five, and we are talking about shitty jobs, shitty employers, Mm. shitty coworkers, you know, Mm -hmm. all things, all things work, employment. Um, oh, also... I feel the need to mention the fact that I'm wearing a clickbait hat. Um, I do not support David Dobrik. Cancel. I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I received this hat as a gift like quite a few years ago. Um, and I'm wearing it because I think that David Dobrik is probably the shittiest employer of them all, if not one of the most shitty employers. Okay, um, we'll let it slide. So... It's I thought it was hat. very symbolic, <laughs> and it fits my head well. So, <laughs> I used to really like David Dobrik, but obviously not anymore. Um, yeah, I did too, but like, yeah, I realize now just how not great a lot of his content was. Yeah, 2016, 2017, I was like, absolutely rancid vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, turned my brain off, consumed that shit like nothing else. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's it's over now, kind of, not really, but I mean I like mainly watched his blogs for Heath and Zane. Mm-hmm. And I still watch like their podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the entirety of the blog squad is not um so innocent no. in yeah. all of this, but I mean they're just trying to make some money. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You got this super rich friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want me to do if you're going to give me a shit ton of money. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, enough about David Dobrik. Yeah, I don't want to talk about him. Screw um, that guy. <laughs> um, what was your first job? I worked at McDonald's. 
Well, unless oh, you really? count babysitting, but I fucking hated babysitting. Yeah. I also hated working at McDonald's, don't get me wrong. But How long did you work there? Literally, like, three months. Um, and I think I quit by just, like, handing off. I didn't even know who my manager was, really, or who I should have handed off my two weeks' notice to. But I, like, gave it to somebody and then I was like, all right, bye. And then I don't think I ever got scheduled after that day. And mm-hmm. I still have my uniform at my dad's house, I think. I think the reason why I quit is, like, the hats that they gave us to wear and just the environment. Like, I hated it so much. I had so much anxiety and I'd always have, like, really bad headaches because of the hat. Like, it was just, like, squeezing my head too tightly. <laughs> I don't know. And the noise. This is a very hat-heavy podcast so far. (laughs) Rate all the hats (laughs) that I ever wore for jobs. No, I feel that, though, because I had, uh, in my first job, I had to wear, like, a really, like, ugly and just uncomfortable hat, and I hated it. What was your first job? Uh, I worked at Rexall Place, so, like, the stadium where I live. It's being torn down, I think. 14. Yeah. It was kind of a bad... I feel like it should have been um, even just like 16 and up to mm. be able to work there because just so many drunk people, really late hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think I should have been working there at 14. No, that would be like a It was a, a lot very, of fun. Very weird experience. What's mm-hmm. the... Like, consistently I guess like what's the thing that always changes your mind about a job or makes you enjoy a job like if you have a really shitty job yeah it's always co-workers Mm -hmm. um I've stayed at shitty jobs for a really long time um just for really great co-workers yeah um but I've also like had like really bad management and co-workers that make me hate the job and want to leave I've had both ends so I think that's like the deciding factor for me yeah yeah how many jobs have you had in like your working uh, career <laughs> and should we like go through all of them i mean it wouldn't take that long to go through all of them but i think i've had six okay um rex yeah rex was the first one it was a lot of fun <laughs> Um, but also, like, kind of scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this wasn't in, like, a very great area, mm-hmm. as well as I'd be there, which is so illegal. <laughs> I would be there till like, 1 in the morning sometimes. Oh, my God. I was 14. Wait, so what did you do at Rexall? Um, I got hired on to as a condiment station attendant. Um, <laughs> what? I only did that. <laughs> so uh, around the stadium, there's like condiment stands. Mm. And so it's like, it was like my job to go refill napkins and like condiments and stuff. And I did mm. that for two shifts and I was like, this sucks. So they were like, okay, we'll put you in like in a concession stand. And I was like, sick. The good thing though about the, the, the condiment uh, shifts <laughs> were you didn't have anyone like overseeing you. Like, you weren't, like, accounted for, so, like, you could just go and sit and, like, watch the game or the concert that was going on, and no one would know. Putting chips in a tray and then pouring, like, salsa and cheese. 
but I guess I made them super good. And this guy came back three times during a hockey game to talk to me. Keep in mind, I'm 14, okay? Mm. Braces, unibrow. <laughs> like, the uniform was disgusting. It was, like, uh, this collared, like, long sleeve, black dress pants, and then this black hat. And you had to have your hair up. Mm. So I look like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> But this guy was just so amazed by these nachos I made him. So he kept coming back to talk to me. And then I guess he had like season passes. So I didn't work in the same concession every shift. Yeah. Um, But I was on my lunch break. My coworker was like, this guy came like looking for you. And I guess he like repeatedly would like ask around for me. That's really fucking creepy. I was like. Those nachos are not that good. No. (laughs) This is like some gross cheese in a bag and like chips that have been sitting out. I'm like, (laughs) they were that life changing for you? Oh, no. Um, Outside of that, though, it was a pretty fun job. Um, Mm. I think the only like really bad experience I had was I worked with these two chefs so we had regular concessions and then we had like fancy concessions and you wanted to work at the fancy ones because you get tipped um that's really nice yeah so there's like a sort of like vip lounge so they had like smoked meat sandwiches and stuff so you wanted to work there for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there's also (laughs) it sounds so goofy um nachos in a helmet uh (laughs) okay they had like this little helmet and oh, yeah, you could yeah. buy nachos in it. And I worked at that stand uh, with these two chefs. And this one guy, we'll call him Dave, um, was just like pretty weird. <laughs> he was really old and he was just telling me about how he used to be in a band and like travel the world and do a bunch of drugs. And I was like, I'm 14, oh. sick. Um, but he was really nice for like majority of the shift. And then, and the other guy was, we'll call him Chris. (laughs) He was just quiet. He was really nice, but he just wasn't really talking much. Mm -hmm. So things went downhill when this, these two guys came up to the stand and just super drunk. And they asked for like, I think they had leftover chips and just like wanted some more like salsa or something. Mm -hmm. Like something not that big of a deal and I think they came over and like complimented me before asking like just you know like just being funny like oh hey gorgeous think you could uh like give us a little more salsa and I was like yeah I don't care go ahead yeah (laughs) and they walked away and then uh Dave was like you're just gonna he's like you can't let guys just like butter you up and give them what they want and I was like what (laughs) and then I forget what else he said but he ended up like calling me a slut I'm 14 this guy's like 60 (laughs) and I was like okay sick 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 cool whatever um and then like later on another group of guys came asking for like something extra Mm -hmm. and 
before I could even respond, he like started freaking out. He's like, you guys can't just get things for free, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, he's like, you can't give them stuff for free. I was like, I didn't even respond. And he started like screaming and freaking out. Oh my and God. And like running to go get a supervisor. But I was just like, did not want to go back to work after that. Cause I was like, no. what a freak. But yeah, <laughs> Rexall aside from that was really fun. Oh my God, fuck but I don't Dave. Know, I know, I was like, I don't know what switched, because, like, he was so friendly for, like, the first chunk of the shift, and he was just like, I was like, this doesn't come out of your pocket. Yeah. Like, all of the food that we don't use gets thrown out. His ex-wife was probably, like, an ex-condiment lady, and she ended up (laughs) leaving him for a guy who wanted extra salsa. (laughs) I'm sure that's, like, probably where that came from, unfortunately. I don't, I don't know. 14-year-old you is taking the brunt of that trauma. Yeah, I was like, what, who hurt you, man? Like, why did that get you so riled up? It was so bizarre. you wanted extra nacho cheese. But just, he's like, he thought that I was like, oh, these guys called me pretty. I'm going to give them something for free. It's like, no, they asked for extra salsa and we have this big tub of salsa. Like... (laughs) I don't know. It was so fucking funny. Oh my god. Uh, have you had any? Did you have any bad experiences at uh, McDonald's? I'm assuming there's some shitty customers there. I mean, honestly, not that I remember. Like, hmm. um, that was such a blur for me because I'm really bad with jobs. Like, whenever for the first like few months of a new job, I am just riddled with anxiety. I like don't talk to anybody. I I. I can't enjoy myself. I just like head down, do the work, like leave Mm -hmm. and hate every moment that I'm there. Um, And it's been that way literally my entire life. That's never gone away. doesn't matter like what job I'm working in or anything like that. It's just this bad anxiety. Um, So I don't really remember McDonald's because I don't think I ever got out of that phase. I cleaned a lot. They like put me as like, they would book me as lobby, which is basically just like cleaning tables and like changing garbages. Um, and then I did cash a lot, but the job after that, um, it was like a couple years later. Cause I was like 13 or 14 when I had the one at McDonald's. Um, and then when I was in high school, I think it was like grade 11, maybe I got my first cafe job as a barista and I did that for like seven months or something. Um, nice. but it was like this. It was the only, like, independent local cafe in Spruce Grove, um, aside from, like, obviously, like, Starbucks and, like, Second Cup and stuff like that. So I was like, I want to work there because that's real barista work. (laughs) (laughs) Why was I, like, such a douche from, like, such a young age? Whatever. (laughs) Um, So I ended up getting this job at the cafe, but, like, the guy who owned the shop and opened it was just like such a dickhole and like first of all like I'm not a huge coffee snob like actively a huge coffee snob about a lot of things like I'll usually keep it to myself Mm -hmm. and like even if someone says something to me that's like not correct I'm not gonna like correct them about it just because it's not worth it because everyone thinks they're right in that realm anyways Mm -hmm. but the owner of this coffee shop who was like I went to California and trained with the pros called espresso espresso and it was the most infuriating thing because like at least like if you're gonna be like snobby about coffee and if you're gonna be like 
I trained with like professional baristas and I go to all these conventions and then call espresso espresso literally every single time you say it. Um, there's something wrong. But he had like a really bad temper, like a really bad temper. And so like I had regular work anxiety. That job was great because it like introduced me to like making coffees and making food and stuff like that and doing all the prep and baking. But he like if he came in and saw that you did something like that was slightly wrong, like, you know, in like on like prep lines, how you have like those coolers of like condiments and things that you can like, I can't even describe this properly. There's like a door that like opens and shuts on it. It's not mm-hmm. like a regular fridge. It's just kind of like slides. It's kind of yeah. like a hood and it slides yeah, close yeah. and open. Like kind of like at uh convenience stores like the popsicles yes yeah okay similar to that um but it like had all the stuff for making like sandwiches and paninis and stuff and if we got into a rush sometimes I would like have to make sandwiches put them in the toaster and then like or put them in the panini press and then um turn around and like help out on bar and make coffee um and sometimes I would forget to close the cooler I'm human, okay? But every time, every time he would come in and he would see it was open in like a rush or like if you turned away from it and forgot to close it, he would just start screaming. Like this man, I I don't know if it was because he owned the cafe and thought that like it was his dominion and he could do whatever he wanted. Like, okay, fair enough. But he would just like scream and not only at me, like he screamed and like got into like huge yelling fights with like all of the staff. He only hired like teenage girls too, which is like concerning. Yeah. But like with He would yell like in front of customers? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, which I, I fucking hate that. Like I don't know. It's just dumb. It makes you look so dumb. Mm-hmm. And so he just had all of these teenage girls on staff and would like verbally abuse us like every single weekend. Um, every single weekend. But yeah, I guess that was when he was like mostly in anyways. But like, I don't know. It was just like, it was so weird because he would like kind of flirt with like some of the girls, but he was also married and his wife and kids were constantly around. His kids were also jackasses. Like, fuck those <laughs> kids, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's still like up and running um, in Spruce Grove. Still one of the only like local independent coffee shops there. So Should we leave great. a bad review? Uh, no, honestly, let them them live. They're still, they've got enough competition with, uh, Starbucks Second Cup. It's Bruce Grove, so I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not a lot there to begin with, but yeah, that guy was weird. Um, after high school, no, during high school, I also worked at, like, an outdoor store. I worked at Atmosphere. I met, like, one of my best friends there. I have a story from that place, too, but, um, it's, it's quick. We had this manager who was, like, significantly older than us. And, like I said, like, my friend and I were in high school. She was a year younger than me, so she would have been, like, 15 at this time. He was, like, really nice to us. He really liked us. He would always, like, book us the same shifts and stuff because he knew that we got along. And it would just be, like, the two of us in, like, the clothing section of the store. Um, 
And then he would also book it so that we would be working on the nights that he was working because we all got along and it was just like a fun time. But he consistently flirted with my friend, like, and like had her number and would like text her and stuff. But this one time she ended up getting a text from him that was just like a recording of him. It was a recording of him like singing a cover of a song. I think it was like a James Blunt song or something like that. Like he were <laughs> he sent it to her and That's was like, better than anything I was guessing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Hey, what do you think of this? And oh my god, it was just it was so funny because he was dating he was dating like this stripper that he he had like a stripper girlfriend that he like always talked about mm-hmm. and then like he went through a very rocky breakup with her and so we got to hear all of that story and then the James Blunt cover um <laughs> happened and then I remember like when my friend was moving out of her parents house she was kind of like freaking out about finding places to live and he was like you can totally come sleep on my couch and she was like <laughs> 17 and he was like probably in his late 20s like it was so fucking weird at that job, we also had another manager who. <laughs> this is actually really funny. Um, who broke his back on a ski trip? He like launched himself off of a cliff, broke his back, and then while he was like bedridden with a broken back, <laughs> he wrote an entire album about his experience. And then made mixes and handed them out to all the staff to, like, listen. He was like, yeah, I was out of work for, like, seven months because my back was broken, but I documented it in this really sick EP. Like, here you go. Let me know what you think. Do just, like, wannabe musicians work at Atmosphere? (laughs) Like, what? It's like folk folk singer mountain bros. Like, (laughs) That's so good. Uh, ultra marathon runner like ukulele players <laughs> uh, um yeah it was uh it was interesting people you know fun times that's so funny yeah um my high school job was toys r us Ooh. which was actually a lot of fun uh yeah. like my best friend at the time worked there and so did her mom so I got the job pretty easy. Shout out to mm. Alyssa. Thanks, man. Um, I don't, I didn't have that. I had a pretty good time there <laughs> um, just because everyone was super nice and I was in with one of the managers. But um, <laughs> we were located like in the parking lot next to ours. Uh, there was a liquor store and then across the street was a strip club. Mm. so location location you know (laughs) um but this one time uh we had just closed and the exit doors were still open because the staff was leaving and I was waiting for my friend's mom because she was uh taking me to their place Mm. and this couple walks in and just like just bolts past me and I was like "Ah," like before I could even say anything sorry Oh. Before I could even say anything, I just choked. Uh, they just, like, yeah, like, ran past me, and then uh, my friend's mom was like, whoa, like, you guys can't be in here, we're closed. 
Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, my boyfriend lost his mittens. He needs his mittens. He needs his mittens right now. And um, my manager was like, we haven't seen any mittens. Like, we just closed and, like, did our cleaning. So we would have we would have seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything does come up, though, like, we can take your number and give you a call. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, started cussing and they both left. And the guy dropped a cigarette and my manager was like... Um, we should probably, like, bring this out to them because they seem like they would, like, come back for this. Yeah. Um, so I went out with my friend Alex, uh, and he was like, oh, hey, man, like, you dropped this. And the guy was like, oh, like, thanks, and, like, reached for it. And his girlfriend smacked it out of my coworker's hand and was like, they poisoned it, like, what? super aggressively. <laughs> and I was like... You just walked out the door five seconds ago. Like, you think we're that speedy? I'm like, also, why would we poison the cigarette? I aspire to be that unhinged. Yeah, I was just like, she was like... And then they stood in the parking lot just, like, flipping everyone off that was leaving. And I was like, (laughs) dope. Um, Sounds like like a first date I've been on, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But otherwise, Toys R Us was good. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. The dynamic was, like, we had a bunch of assistant managers, so it was, like, when you, like, ask your mom to do something and she says no, so you ask your dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would, like, ask for a day off and one of the managers would say no, and so i just, like, ask another one, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and then after that, I worked at PetSmart, and it was kind of the same dynamic. Mm-hmm. I really love that job, but um, they just, like, couldn't give me full-time hours. That was the only reason I left. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. We had some shitty customers, but... Do you have any shitty crazy. customer... Shitty PetSmart customer stories? Um... There was one guy. I was leaving, and... Like, I just clocked out, and... There was a girl that had, like, just started the day before on cash, and when mm. I was leaving, she's like, she's like, help! And I was like, oh, what's going on? And... This guy was saying that she was overcharging him for something. And so I was like, okay, no worries. Like, I looked at the product and I was like, I'll go check what it says on the tag. Mm-hmm. He was freaking out over cat food that was, he was being charged 70 cents and he claimed it was 50 cents. So oh we have this, God. we had this thing called Pet Perks, which is like their loyalty program. Mm-hmm. And if you give your phone number, like, that's all we needed, uh, they would, you'd get deals on things. Mm-hmm. So, like, almost every item in the store had, like, a pet perks tag. Um, and it was just, like, a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. So I went back over and I was like, hey, um, do you have an account with us? He's like, no. And I was like, well, that's why you're getting charged this way. And I was like, if you want... I can take you over to this till and I'll just like refund it, set up your account and bring it back through. Cause I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts freaking out and like yelling at me. And I was like, he's like, that's not clear. Like it doesn't say that. And so I went over and I, I grabbed the tag that was on the shelf and I said, yeah. and it's like big block letters that says <laughs> with, pet perks like it's not just what the price is Mm. um and so I showed him that and then he just 
he got kind of quiet, but was complaining that he didn't want to make an account. So I just, like, grabbed my manager, and I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm yeah. clocked out. Deal with it. Yeah. But other than that, people were pretty good there. From, like, other jobs that I've been at, they were pretty nice. So. Fair enough. Some gu- guy told me to fucking be quiet today. At work? Yeah. What the fuck? So I work, I work at a massage studio right now. Yeah. And we have, like, everything's online, so we have, like, forms that yep. get sent to the, their email. And I called this guy this morning, and I was just like, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you'd, like, you'd received your form. Mm-hmm. And the phone, like, cut out, and I guess he was, he said, like, I'm just going to take a look. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear that, so I was like, oh, like, sorry, I didn't catch that. What did you say? And he's like, could you just be quiet for a second? Okay, chill, sir. Like, what the fuck? I hung up. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> and then he called back and I was like, sorry, poor connection. Uh, I'm ready to help you now. <laughs> and I was like, that's so... I'm like, you could have just been like, yeah, just a second. Even that yeah. sounds rude, but it's way less rude. <laughs> Honestly. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, why are you so mad? <laughs> <laughs> that's the the theme of this episode really is like why are you yeah. so mad why are you so mad that could be directed at customers and or us mm-hmm. <laughs> um i guess after after atmosphere i got fired from that job by the way um <laughs> and it was bullshit it was an injustice um <laughs> <laughs> I had a really old phone because my my parents didn't really support me financially. Like I that wasn't really like a priority in my household and so like I couldn't get like updates on apps or anything like that past a certain point, but we used a scheduling app that was all on my phone. Um and because that app didn't update, there was like a couple of weeks where I just wasn't getting my schedule sent to me. Like, it wasn't loading on the app at all. So I was like, oh, I have no shifts. It's fine. Like, I'm just living life. Um, But then, like, after, like, a couple of weeks of me not coming into shifts, like, here's the thing. Like, if I don't show up for a shift, like, call me immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Something's wrong. That's so weird that they didn't call. They waited two weeks, and then I got a call from one of my managers and was like, Oh, no, no, no. What happened was I went in and I was shopping with my mom. This is the first instance. I was shopping with my mom. And we were, like, checking out. Like, we were at cash and I was talking to my coworker. My manager, like, runs up. He's, like, the lead manager of the entire store. Fucking hate that guy. He, like, (laughs) runs up and he's like, Abby, what's wrong? Where have you been? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And both me and my mom were standing at cash, like, are you? what are you like what are you talking about like what's wrong like nothing (laughs) i don't understand he's like you haven't shown up for your shifts in two weeks like this is crazy like what's going on like are you okay and like both me and my mom were like yeah like like, she's good like it's fine um but it's like honestly like i didn't even know i had like shifts and i showed him my app and they weren't there he was like, oh, you just need to make sure you call. And I was like, well, why didn't you call me when I was missing shifts? Like, why didn't I hear anything from you guys? He was like, I don't know. Like, your manager said that, like, 
you weren't coming in anymore and all of this stuff and you like just decided and I was like huh and so I ended up texting my manager and I was like hey like my app isn't working anymore can you text me my schedules from here on out and then she texted me back and was like your manager like the main guy he was like apparently told her that I at the cash had told her I was never coming in again and that I had quit my job and all of this stuff and so she was like so you're not booked like because like you told Murray that you quit sorry I'm gonna say his name because he's a fucking old white dude and I don't care about him Um, that's such like an asshole manager name (laughs) yeah yeah um he played a lot of golf too fucking (laughs) but he he apparently had told her all this shit and I was like I never had that conversation like my mom was standing right beside me Mm -hmm. I would have not ever said that to him like that's so strange and so she was like oh well I'll talk to Murray and then we'll see what we can do and like see if you're back on the schedule and I waited and I waited and I waited and every single time I called the store to try and talk to my main manager they would be like oh sorry like he can't talk right now like can't talk and so I was like okay can you let him know to call me he never called me and then I received a letter in the mail that was like you need to send us a letter of resignation or you'll be considered terminated by this day and I the day that I got the letter was the day that I was supposed to send my letter of resignation (laughs) so I was like huh this is all very confusing for me so I guess yeah, I was fired from that job, but, like, That's so, so unprofessional. Yeah, and I was, like, I was a good employee, too. Like, I did my job well. It was just, mm-hmm. like, a two-week stint where they wouldn't contact me if I was missing shifts, and I just yeah. wasn't receiving them. It was it's so annoying. strange. Uh, but then after that, I sold printer. No. Yeah. Yes, I sold printers for two weeks. Nice. Uh, I stood in Staples every Saturday and Sunday for five hours each day um, as an Epson representative. I also got fired from that job, but that was because (laughs) (laughs) that was because I filled out my time sheet wrong and I missed a meeting one time because they had switched the days on me instead of Saturday. It was on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, And I filled out my time sheet wrong and it was like the one error that I had made and they were like, oh. Sorry, we have to fire you. You filled out the time card wrong. That's very bad. And I was like, all right. And she was like, but you can just send me your letter of resignation. We'll consider you were, you quit. And I was like, okay. So I guess technically I quit from that job. Mm-hmm. But really, I was fired. You and just... then I worked at another outdoor store. And that was one of the best jobs I've ever had. Nice. Yeah. You just reminded me of... Um... At PetSmart, I put in my two weeks because I got another full, like, I got a full-time job. Mm. And I told, Jesus, say trash. (laughs) Um, I put in my two weeks, but I gave it to this one manager. And I told him, I was like, I can work, like, all of my shifts that you have me scheduled for except this one because I will be, like, starting my new job. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, I'll, I'll set it up. I'll like let everyone know. And I said, cool. He forgot. I don't blame him. He's a nice, nice man. Jeremy, miss you. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was at my new job, and 
couldn't be on my phone until my lunch break. I opened my phone, like six missed calls from PetSmart, and I was like, what the fuck? And it's this other manager who I didn't like. She would like, she would take smoke breaks like every five minutes. And so like when you call for a manager, she would just like not be in the store. Um, So that was annoying. Uh, But she's like, it was just like voicemails being like, where are you? Like you have a shift, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I didn't even call him back. So I was like, I told you guys, this isn't on me. Um, And then like a week later, I went and got my final paycheck and I walked in like, oh, hey, like, what's up? Mm-hmm. And she was with like this guy that they were training because he just started. And she like in front of him was like, oh, it's nice of you to actually show up. You know, we she was like talking really sweet, but like being super bitchy. She yeah. was, like, we got really swamped the other day. It would have been really awesome if you showed up. And I was like, Cheryl, get me my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I do out. not work for you anymore. Yeah, I'm like you can't talk to me like this anymore, no. buddy. Um, the fuck. But yeah, that's funny. I haven't been back to that PetSmart since. I don't. Th- I think my mom stopped going there too. <laughs> um, Boycott PetSmart. Yeah, fuck those guys. Just kidding. It was a pretty yeah. great job aside from her. Um, <laughs> I left that job to work at a daycare though. Hmm. That breaks my heart still. <laughs> Really? Because I love working with kids. I worked there for a year. Mm-hmm. I love those kids with everything in me. It was just, like, the people that I worked with. Yeah. Not all yeah. of them. Like, there's a couple of them that I would hang out with right now. Like, they're mm-hmm. sweet ladies. But some of them are really mean. <laughs> like, the girl oh, no. that I mainly worked with, when she was having a bad day, she would, like, take it out on me. And... Then just, like, the next day, act like it didn't happen. That's um, so strange. Yeah. Uh, what would she do, if you don't mind my asking? Just, like, she, I would, if I, daycares are really particular about how you handle, like, certain situations and, like, meltdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I did something slightly, like, wrong, she would just, like, snap at me. And we worked with babies, so it was, like, they couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she, then she just, like, talked to me like I was an idiot. And so I'd be, like, I'd, like, go home and, like, want to cry. And then the next day I'd come into work and she would just talk to me like we're buddies. And it was awful. That's they also, so like, strange. bullied someone out of working there. Um, what the fuck? I remember as soon as I started working there, I, like, heard people talking about this one girl in a different classroom. And... Mm-hmm. They would literally, like, just, like, look in the window of her classroom and, like, look at anything she did wrong or anything she, like, if she put something in the wrong place. Like, little things like that. They would, like, just watch her and then go to my manager and tell her. And to the point where she just, like, she's like, I'm, I fuck this. (laughs) This is awful. Everything was really great until, Sorry. I hate, well, I have a thought, but yeah. continue. <laughs> um, I thought everything was good, aside from, like, those bad days. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, like, run by this lady and her two daughters. They had two locations. And, like, the daughters weren't really at ours. Um, but they're, near the end, uh, her one daughter started working with us. 
while my like manager uh, worked at the other location. Mm-hmm. And then shit went downhill. She would just like talk to me like I was an idiot. And there's just like a lot of miscommunication and like, I don't know. But she, this one day I walk into work and my manager's there and she like calls me into her office and just like tears me apart. Um, and I got sent home and told to like, think if I want to work there or whatever. Oh my God. That's and I was so intense for a daycare. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. It was so bizarre. It was literally what happened was <laughs> I, um, when I first started working there, I called in like a few times cause I just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, like, just came out of high school, and I wasn't used to working a full-time job, so I was uh, being a piece of shit. And then my manager was just like, hey, she was, like, so nice about it. She was like, hey, if you work here, you need to, like, make sure you're working here, like, every day. And she's like, or I can't have you here. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I need it. I want to do this, so I'm going to put the work in, and I'm going to be here every day. And then near the end, I had to schedule, like, an x-ray or something for something that was like pretty concerning Mm -hmm. and I went and told her daughter and she was like well um that doesn't that day doesn't really work for us I was like okay well if I don't book this day then I'm gonna have to like wait another like three weeks before I can get in Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah well it would be best if you like did that or whatever and then so I rebooked it and I told her and I scheduled it so that I would just be like leaving work half an hour early. Yeah. Like I wasn't like missing a day of work or anything. And she told me to reschedule again. So I just one day called in sick to like go to the appointments because I was like, I don't feel like she's going to let me if I don't. Mm-hmm. And then... When I called her to call in sick, she was, like, really rude about it. And then I think went and told her mom that I just, like, don't want to be here and, like, stuff oh like God. that. But it just it just sucked because I, like, I love that job a lot. But yeah. I, yeah, when you get told to, like, go home and think about if you want to work here or not, I was like, I don't if you're going to talk to me like that. No. <laughs> so. Honestly. That's so strange. Like, that's so inappropriate and just like especially for like the situation like I understand like holding your employees to a high standard but at the same time it's like Mm -hmm. that's not how you handle situations that's the thing though it's like we when she sat me down like the first time we had a conversation and Mm -hmm. then like this time I guess her daughter just like riled her up um but I know that if she would have like just sat me down and asked me what was going on and we like talked it would have been whatever but she was like mm-hmm. so aggressive for no reason that I was like I'm not even gonna say anything yeah um working the daycare is really fun though <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we're just like the kids aspect of it um yeah. there's definitely some days where I was like uh I need a minute I need to go sit outside and not look yeah. at any of you right now. <laughs> but I love that. I absolutely love that for you. I'm uh, I'm not a kid's person. I hated babysitting growing <laughs> up. Like, that was literally, like... Because I just, like... I like doing my own thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to entertain small children. Like, there is no part of me... Even if you paid me. Yeah. The only small children I like are my little brothers. That's it. That's fair. Um, 
They're pretty easy to entertain, though. Like, I found them more entertaining. I mean, I'm sure they are, but do I want to put in the effort to entertain? (laughs) No. Like, not at all. Um, Like, I will do my own thing, and if you're entertained by that, like, that's fine. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just not a kid's person, Mm -hmm. I think. Like, I could be if I had to be, but that's just because I'm a good worker. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely nothing to do with whether or not I like kids. That's um, I think that like I don't know my pet peeve after by the way selling printers and working in another outdoor store I turned to coffee specialty coffee um, and I was introduced to that world I was surprised I feel like the place that I started working at really I had a connection um, and I think that's the reason why I got the job they really took a leap of faith by hiring me but because <laughs> I'm such a diligent hard working quick learning employee I'm really selling myself here on this episode. Are you trying to get in photo? Um, I mean, I might be. I actually just uh, got, um, I just got denied by a job offer. Um, it was for the same company, but a different position. Oh. They told me I just didn't have leadership abilities, which is questionable. But I don't want to talk too much about it because. Um, I don't need it to jeopardize, but, um, yeah, no coffee was fun, but I would say it introduced me to the world of micromanagers. I had this one manager that like, it's literally like my least favorite thing. And I have one at my current job too. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like just the, any time that you are just minding your business, doing your job, they burst in and they're like, hey, actually, maybe you should be doing this. Maybe you should be doing this this way. Actually, I think I know a better way for you to do this. I hate that shit. Don't be that like, person. I know, <laughs> I know that, like, when I'm training people sometimes, like, if it's a new person and they're coming in, they're struggling with, like, a task or, or something like that, I'll, like, kind of come in and be like, hey you know what, take your time, do your own thing, but, like, just so you know, this is a strategy. I used to do this task, and if you want to do it, do it. If not, that's fine, too. But, like, God, the people that, like, come in every single time, and if you're, like, already working on something, they come in and be like, uh, actually, could you be working on this right now? I'm like, no! (laughs) I am currently working on this task. I will finish it, and then I'll get to the next one, but I'm not gonna, like, I don't know. I feel like Maybe it's just an ego thing, but Mm. I generally am very good at the jobs that I do. Yeah. And I have my own way of doing things that might not make sense to a specific individual, but gets the job done, like, Mm -hmm. efficiently and well. Um, And I'm open for criticism, and I'm open for, like, hearing feedback, but I'm not open for someone to come into my routine and just, like, fucking, like, throat punch me with information that I just really did not need in the moment. That pisses me off so much. (laughs) yeah like especially when they comment on like the order in which you're doing something like i don't need to explain that i'm why i'm doing this first like i'm obviously gonna get all of my tasks done yeah (laughs) i just like hate (laughs) when people are like oh like you know you have to do this i'm like yeah i work here every day just like you (laughs) i get it (laughs) that's kind of an issue right now but i'm not gonna talk about it (laughs) yeah because i like my job a lot (laughs) 
I like my job a lot too. That's the thing is I'm like, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of where I've come. I've had my issues and it's like keeping myself grateful. Like obviously I don't want to be treated like shit and I, I'm not at my current job at all, mm-hmm. but like, um, well, well, that's a little debatable sometimes. <laughs> um, well, no, that out. <laughs> uh, but I do, I, I do really like my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, there comes to a certain point where, like, I just see things happen to me and to my coworkers, like, in any job that I've been in. And I'm like, that just, that's does not sit right with me. Like, that is bad management. And I think it comes down to my ultimate toxic trait, which is I am a raging anti-capitalist um, who works in e-commerce. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> um yeah contrary to my very core i guess but it just like i'll see things and i'm like oh i cannot believe that the corporate structure that i work in is shaped like a hierarchical corporate structure i hate that (laughs) why is that the way things are it shouldn't be like what dude like you can't I don't know. I just like to think I can make a change, like literally in any job I'm in. Mm-hmm. In the one, in the first, not the first cafe job, I guess the second one, I like, I remember our team ended up going from like all male managers to all of them leaving because they were like, we're not being treated well. So they all left at the same time. And the owners of the company like scrambled. And then. It was all women in positions of, like, management. And so every single, it was, like, the bakery, the bar, the kitchen, the baristas. Like, everything was managed by women. Um, And I was one of those women. Um, But we ended up making it, like, we put up our all of our signs from, like, um, climate change rallies and stuff like that, like all up, like on our shelves, we made sure. Cause we, we, we would usually put up a pride flag for like just the day of pride, mm-hmm. but we ended up keeping the pride flag up literally all year round. The only time that we changed it was when the owners came in and forced us to put the Canadian flag up for Canada day, but we were all very reluctant. We were like, why don't we just keep the pride flag up? That sounds like a good idea to me, <laughs> but like, that pride flag up was up like year round um and you know it ended up turning into like such a great team we were all like queer and like i mean there was like everyone was like just it was such a diverse and like bountiful and beautiful workspace and like everyone was just so friendly and kind and like of course we had like bad days and stuff like that but that was the kind of work environment that I like to be in, especially being in the downtown core right next to parliament and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because we would, like, fucking Jason Kenny would, like, come in, like, on his lunch break to get some baked goods from us. And we we're like, here's all the gay kids and our climate change posters. Like, fuck you, Kenny. <laughs> but you're giving us money. Um, but yeah, no, it was, um, it was a great job. And that's, like, what I want to do in like any workspace that I go into is just like make it a space that is just so beautiful loving welcoming diverse like Mm -hmm. and just treats employees kindly and like hears them out yeah (sighs) 
this. I don't have to sell myself for this job that I applied to anymore. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this, but um, I already lost it. I didn't get it. It's okay. Yeah. So you get the next one. Yeah. Because you're such a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> my current job is is pretty friendly. Like, I like everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the job I had in between the daycare and this one was at Roots Canada. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Which, majority of their stuff isn't even made in Canada anymore. <laughs> oh, um, no. Wait, that's depressing. It is. Their leather is. It's made in Toronto. Okay. Everything else, well, mainly everything else, is made in, like, China. (laughs) Oh, all Uh, right. Calling them out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But when I first started working there, I had a blast. I had so much fun. My manager and I were, like, buddies. Mm -hmm. Um, All my coworkers were just awesome. And then... Like, it obviously, was, it wasn't a job I planned at being at long. I just needed yeah. something. Um, but right before everything shut down, my manager was leaving. And when we came back, it just, like, was the worst. I think the it became the worst job I've ever had. Oh, no. Like, not only was it incredibly boring, mm-hmm. um, just the people in charge sucked they were just sucked (laughs) at what so at the point where when we first reopened it was me and like my my work best friend were running the store for like months oh my god like they would send people from other stores to like cover for us but for the most part we were there like almost every single day and we just got treated like shit (laughs) um There's a manager at a different location that was kind of overseeing our location. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, they would just check in every once in a while and make the schedule. Um, and she sucked. She sucked. I'll say that out loud. <laughs> you were no so shame. mean. I'm not going to say your name, <laughs> but you were really mean for no reason. Um, like, a few weeks into reopening, I felt sick and obviously was panicking, so I mm-hmm. called in. And then I ended up being fine, and the next week, my sister ended up getting COVID. And at the time, I was living with her. Hmm. Um, and so I called that manager to let her know that I wasn't going to be able to come in the next day because I had to go get tested. And she literally laughed she let out, like, one of those, like, oh, like, kind of, like, of course you're calling in. Oh, and I was like, fuck. listen, bitch. <laughs> but, I don't know. I just feel like, ask if my sister is okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. You fucking bitch. <laughs> well, and in these times, too, like, managers that are like, you know, when you've been sick, you've been not coming into work, and mm, that doesn't sit right with me. It's mm-hmm. like, dude. Yeah, like, like, what do you want me to do? If like, I come in, then you're going to have to shut down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm, like, one day just, like, wake up with a sore throat. If I'm, like, if I'm feeling like, oh, this could possibly be something, I will call in and I'm not going to come in because mm-hmm. I'm not inconsiderate. No, but even, like, especially now, because I'm the same. Like, prior to all of this, unless I'm, like, really sick 
and I think I'm gonna like give it to someone I will go into work like a sore throat a headache like that I'm still gonna go to work yeah and that's the thing like it's not like I was I mean I guess twice in like a few weeks span she's probably like oh she just wants to call in blah blah blah, but we're in a fucking pandemic yeah they they sucked really bad for that um they had this whole speech about how if you're they we they care about us and that we're more important than (laughs) than the job and i was like full of shit uh we went me and my like two close friends went in uh to just like change prices and set up to reopen like put up the plexiglass and stuff like that mm-hmm. and we got a phone call from like the district manager being like if you guys don't have your ppe stuff in um you don't have to reopen like you don't have to if you don't feel safe at that point like mm-hmm. masks and stuff weren't mandatory um but yeah they're like if you don't have your supplies you don't have to open the next day mm-hmm. didn't get our supplies and I wasn't working, but my coworkers were called and were like, hey, we didn't get our stuff. We're not really comfortable. And they were like, well, you're still going to reopen. But they sent one of my coworkers like 40 minutes away to get PPE from another store. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then we still didn't get ours for like another two weeks. And they just didn't care. Um, yeah. So like. The following day, my one coworker quit. Like a few people quit just because they weren't taking it serious. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I yeah. After that, I was like, I hate this job. I hate all these people. <laughs> Not all these people, but like I was like, <laughs> it's so boring. I'm risking my life to stand here and do nothing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I put them in two weeks, like, a couple weeks ago. Nice. Well, no, I, like, had my final day a couple weeks ago. One job, Brittany. Brittany has one job. Yeah, I need another one, so if you know anyone that's hiring. (laughs) It's so hard to find a job right now. I know. Like, literally anywhere. I'm really thankful. Like, I... Mm -hmm. That's why I stayed there for so long, because I was like, Mm -hmm. can I really afford to be quitting a job right now? Because... Yeah. My current job is more likely to close down if anything happens than the mall, unfortunately. Because yeah. Jason Kenny is an asshole, and I want to fight him. And if you're Honestly, listening right now, I will fight you. Set up a time. Francois Legault and Jason Kennedy can both eat dirt. Um, yeah. Y'all fucking suck. Truly. Um, and if I see you in these streets, it's on site. Honestly, I, oh, we're not even going to get into it. Yeah. (laughs) No, Alberta is a hellfire right now. Um, Yeah, we have, like, the highest cases in North America. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but also here's that, Patios are packed. Yo. (laughs) That's insane to me. It's, like, mainly old people. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, so I feel I mean, like they're just thing. like, I'm going to die soon anyways. May as well. I mean, I know that we've we've sworn our podcast to not be about COVID at all, but like, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, 
when I moved here initially, my first job when I was working here, because I got so bored that I was like, I need something to do, so I'll just get a job. Mm-hmm. I worked in a kitchen at a restaurant, like literally five minutes from my apartment now. Um, but PPE wasn't like required or anything for like the first like month or so that I worked there for the customers for us like nothing. We didn't have to wear our masks while working. Yeah. Um, and like just the fucking audacity of people and the majority of clients that come in are old people and i'm like you realize y'all are the high risk category right like i'm gonna be fine you not so sure like what are you doing out of your house it's always old people i literally got a phone call the other day from some guy asking if he'll have to wear a mask when he comes in and i was like what planet have you been living on i'm like what have we huh (laughs) It's literally been a year, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's not like Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully though we'll all be back soon. Yeah. I want to be back so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm s- <laughs> uh, I just want to get vaxxed. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that sound I just made. Oh, I need to literally. I haven't been touched in so long. Like the needle's gonna go into my arm, and I'm gonna be like, "Ah, thank you." (laughs) I need to say quickly. uh, When I moved in this chair while Abby was talking, it made a fart noise. I did not fart. (laughs) (laughs) It was the chair. It's a new chair. (laughs) I mean, I didn't hear it through the headphones, but maybe the microphone picked it up. Okay, so I just brought it up for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah i'm so excited to get vaccinated and i'm so excited for mm-hmm. this to be over i don't see it happening anytime soon because i live in alberta yeah i mean i don't know if it'll ever be over i think eventually we'll have enough people vaccinated and it contained enough yeah. to like take pressure off hospitals and icus and stuff like that um it will run through the population mm-hmm. mostly um, but it's all about prevention, right? And, like, yeah. trying to curb and just, like, keep things limited. And eventually it will become one of those things that we're just going to have to deal with it with, like, variants and stuff like that. Oh, this is a bummer. Fuck this. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I saw a tweet that was, like, I'm so excited to tell my kids about this period of time, like, 20 years from now. Mm. And I was, like, I'm going to make it sound like... I went through a zombie apocalypse. Literally, yeah. I'm gonna be I like, mean, we were trapped inside for days, months. We were fighting on the in the streets, like the <laughs> grocery store. All of the shelves were empty. There was no toilet paper. Like, fuck, it was insane. Oh, you know what's really nice right now though? Mm. Um, for those of you who live in Edmonton, um. On White Ave, we get a lot of preachers that come with signs and megaphones and just stand on the corners and tell you that you're going to hell and that being gay is wrong and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bleh. <laughs> There's, like, it's it feels like a superhero team. There's, like, a group of people that, like, I think just get alerted when there's preachers on White Ave and are there. Oh, my God. Are just there with speakers, bigger signs, and it's it's awesome. Like literally, Wait, I was I was walking to the grocery store the other day, 
Yeah. And, like, just to pick, like, one thing up. So, like, I walked by, and they were, like, the preachers were setting up, and then I came out of the grocery store, and these people were already there. Oh, my God. I was, like, they're, like... It's incredible. I love it. Anti, anti evangelical, anti evangelical task force. Yes. I love that. I want to join. I love that. <laughs> Honestly, sign me up. But it's just um, awesome. I feel like that's new, too, hey? Oh my God. I quit. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, it is new. <laughs> like, I've, we've seen it before, but like, lately, it's every time there's a preacher they're there mm-hmm. and it's so great i think it should be illegal to stand on a public street and yell at people yeah like it doesn't necessarily like if you're standing on a public street and like quietly professing yeah that you're f- that's appropriate i feel like that's like more appropriate. it feels like harassment yeah but like if you're like you know just standing there like being like hey like, what's up? Like, do you have a minute to talk individually? But standing on a street corner and like, <laughs> that feels wrong. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My friend was telling me but that also, she... But please don't come up to me and bother me about Jesus in the street. Yeah. That happened to me the other day. I hate I it. Like, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I I laughed and then I felt very bad. But then I was like, wait, no, this was your embarrassing thing that you did. I don't have to feel bad about it. <laughs> well, I um, just like isn't a big part of because it's always like christians yeah isn't a big part of christianity the fact that like only god can judge like who are you (laughs) fuck you (laughs) exactly uh we'll talk we're gonna have an episode on we're gonna have an episode because i was like i I have notes abby's gonna get shunned from everything she knows I just might. No, my mom has my back. That's good. We 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 don't see eye to eye on a lot of those things, but she still loves me, which is why I respect the shit out of my mom. Um, every single episode, I just mention my mom and how much I love her. Yeah. And I hope she enjoys that. I don't mention it enough. <laughs> hey, mom, I love you. I know you're listening because you're a homie. True. Our true fans. <laughs> well. Um. We should probably wrap this up before we get into some topics we probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> we should. We talked about the pandemic for way longer than I thought we ever Didn't would. Mean but to. honestly, like, it's important though. Like, especially yeah. right now with like working in working and being in close contact. Like, everyone who's working from home, yeah, like, oh, you're stuck in your house. That fucking sucks. Yeah. But like, having to deal with a regular job and then also like just the extra risk factor of being at work every day yeah. and taking. If you take transit, taking transit to and from work, like, it's absolutely just, you're putting yourself at risk every single day. Yeah. Um, you're not being treated any better or given any extra perks for doing this job. Like, that's the thing. It's like, we should be all making more money because of this pandemic, but it's, that it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, but it's all linked, you know? in these times like it's it's weird to be working on site and in the middle of a pandemic fuck it fuck yeah. this fuck this fuck this timeline yeah yeah i just i just want to go to the movies again yeah the movie theaters are open here and i honestly they could be i don't i don't even know anymore 
Like, the, yeah. we get... Ugh, I'm getting so mad. <laughs> we have, like... We had, like, new restrictions put in place. And it's always just for, like, gyms. They're, like, mm. restaurants. Okay, we'll close, like, dining inside. But you guys can eat outside. And malls never close. <laughs> I'm going to send you a funny oh tweet. God. Even though I know you're not on Twitter. But... Oh, please. Just some, Very some J. Well, Kenny bash. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Perfect. <laughs> I think my most like when I was on Twitter, my most liked tweet, liked and retweeted tweet was just um, "fuck Jason Kenny," except like literally as many times as my character count could possibly manage. So it just said "fuck Jason Kenny" over and over and over again, and I think it had like 141 likes and like 87 retweets or something like that. And I was like, "That's pretty You're good. A I'll take that." That's crazy, dude. <laughs> I was on Twitter for a short period of time, but I got it. <laughs> I think my most liked one has like a couple thousand, and I'm pretty sure it was just me bashing BBJ. <laughs> Sheesh. We have that BV. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, look, I dropped you now. It's even. Uh, that was really gross. Yeah, I didn't like I wish that. I could use like the <laughs> sheesh in a better context. Sheesh. 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 God, I need it to sound more natural. That's what I'll practice tonight in the mirror instead of my, um, instead of my fucking, I can't even remember her name, Jennifer Coolidge impression. I'll just practice sheesh in the mirror until it sounds normal. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Makes me want a hot dog. (laughs) That didn't sound like her at all. Taking the dog, (laughs) asshole. Those are really bad impressions. Yeah. Um, it's fine we should have an episode Um, about her i love her (laughs) oh my god i love jennifer coolidge please okay we're getting Uh, distracted yeah the viewers want to trying to end this (laughs) yeah okay we're going okay all of our social medias oh wait britney we'll wait for britney to readjust Hey. <laughs> All of our social medias are linked in the description of every episode, so you can follow us there. You can engage with us on Discord. That would be absolutely awesome. Shout out to Doug Hoyer for the intro. Yeah. And outro. <laughs> this is the final shout out I'm giving my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, really? I'm kidding. Okay, are we canceling? No, I don't know. Malachi Wilkins made our um, logo, so shout out to him too. And thank you to everyone who's been watching and supporting. Yeah. Not thank you to whoever went and disliked all of our YouTube videos. You're bitter. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I noticed <laughs> Did that. You see that? <laughs> I like so I check every day and I noticed literally like we had no dislikes before and then the next day yeah. someone had went through and disliked every single one and I'm like Ooh, one of us, us has feedback. got a hater. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, no, it made me laugh really hard. I know. That was great. <laughs> I was like, honestly, we need the engagement. I appreciate. Also, I just need to be humble. <laughs> yeah. I need a, a couple dislikes here and there. <laughs> exactly. We have to make this look natural. Like, we can't act as if we're perfect all the time, even though. Um, <laughs> Anyways. Have you seen this episode? <laughs> Have you seen how many times Brittany dropped her phone? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like not on today. <laughs> it's fine. We're just, you know, it's an episode about work. Okay, anyways. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.